It's time for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teols. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com, past episodes, subscriptions, and more. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Pinball Profile. We're also on Facebook, and you can email us, pinballprofile at gmail.com. Great to see this young superstar. We're here at Indisc in Southern California, and the first time I got to meet Arvid Fliegera. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Uh, very pleased with my performance. You should be not only at Indisc, but really what you've done over 2021, the Player of the Month November, the Player of the Month in December. Very impressive. That catapulted you to the Player of the Year. A nice honor. I'm very honored. <laughs> Did we mention this young man is 13 years old, 13, number four in the world at the time of this recording. And I got to see you play this weekend. And, you know, we always wonder those people we never see. Do they have the goods? You, sir, have the goods. Yeah, even though I might not be as good as uh, the players here, still in Europe. Okay, this kid's being humble, all right? <laughs> he finished in the top 16 in the Open, the IFPA major, his first one. He finished top 16 in both the Classics 1 and 2. And a lot of these games you were seeing for the very first time. Can you think of some of these ones that kind of surprised you? Mystery Castle. <laughs> Mr. Castle surprised a lot of people. There's nothing on the playfield to tell you what to do. Yeah, I never got the chance to play it, though. But Now, do you know what about the Red Skull and everything? Yeah, I watched Colin Urban play. Helped me get to know the game a lot. You probably won't see too many of those. That's fine. But in the target match play, there were a lot of those games you were like, uh, boy, uh, I've never seen that. Yeah, Party Animal's pretty fun. <laughs> Party Animal, what was your strategy? Just taking the right flipper and just going back up to the scoop? Yeah, that was a very good exploit. I know that because you told me and you helped me out. Thanks very much. <laughs> Appreciate that, Arvid. But again, this kind of big, big tournament, you have a long way to come from Sweden to get here. I assume it was worth the trip. Is it something you want to maybe do once a year, twice a year, if you can? Absolutely. It was very fun. Yeah. You are in some tournaments that people on this side are very envious of because you've done very well at the Boras Open. That event takes place twice a year, and it's also a classics and a match play. And you did well in both, so we see a lot of young players that really dominate some of the modern games. They seem to absorb the rules and learn certainly quicker than us old guys. But what I saw you do on classics, it didn't matter. Yeah, I don't know. Isn't really a big difference between the main and the classic machines when it comes down to flipper skills. The rule set is kind of the same, really, if you just knew all the rules. Did you find some of these games that you hadn't played before or maybe don't get an opportunity to see often that you're like, okay, I've got a new love for this game here at Indisc? I really like Party Animal. <laughs> you see, you're going back to that Party Animal. Yeah. You could probably pick one of those up pretty cheap if you can find one in Sweden. Yeah, might get my hands on this. <laughs> you have a few games at home, and not many, but uh, and uh, like many of us, some of them working, some not working, but I know you're a big Bram Stoker's Dracula fan. Yeah, I love that game. Very good for competition as well. Well, again, you're only 13. I assume you saw the great IFPA World Championship on Bram Stoker's Dracula between Daniel Achari and the winner, Johannes Ostermeyer. What did you think of that? Yeah, that was the most epic pinball moment ever. The biggest come from behind, and it kind of teaches everyone, you're never out of it. If you have a ball, you have a chance. Yeah, definitely. I tried to recreate it to only play one ball on my Bram Stoker's Dracula, but I haven't gotten close. That's pretty impressive, too, to do that triple stack and uh, make it happen. Uh, oh, That's one for the ages, and we all saw that on JDL Pinball with Jim and Dina Lindsay. 
And speaking of those two, they're in Europe a lot, certainly in Germany, in Fulda at Bulls and Balls. And you and I were talking before we started recording. That's a place you want to check out. Yeah, definitely. Feels a lot like the Boros place as well. I'm probably going to go to the IFBA Olympics in April if Corona doesn't uh, ruin my chances. Yeah, that's that's the thing. But, you know, they have three major events at Bulls and Balls and, of course, the IFPA World Championship in 2023. Right now, you have to be looking pretty good for that, which would be your first World Championship. Yeah, I think I'm going to qualify for that. Is it in uh, Freddy's Pinball Paradise? It's in Freddy's, but they also have some other... Uh, events at Bulls and Balls and other places around Germany too. It's kind of a week-long thing. Of course, the major championship will be at Freddy's, but it's something the top players like yourself, you look at in the calendar and go, okay, I've got a year to grind. I've got a year to stay in the top two in my country if you can, which you're doing well. But let's talk about Sweden because the number of players that have come out of Sweden, I mean, we all know what Jorian Engelbrexen did for so many years. In fact, <laughs> Josh Sharp joked when I said I was going to be interviewing Arvid. He goes, oh, young Yorian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's also Jurgen Holm. He's a, a very active player and uh, also young players too. We've got to watch out for this guy, Vigo Lovgren. Tell me about Vigo. Yeah, Vigo is a great guy, a great pinball player. Has very good control and aim. Yeah, I think me and him probably got good potential of becoming a good player in the future. Well, you already are good players, but you're right, talking about staying at the top. And that was what's neat about Indisc, too, because you got to see Kaylee George, you got to see Raymond Davidson, Escher Lefkoff, Keith Elwin, and you probably got to play against some of those people, too. So being able to hold your own against these make you think, okay, I belong. Yeah, it was very challenging. Never got to see that good pinball play before. I know you had mentioned you really enjoyed watching Kaylee George, who made the finals, and finished third what was it about Kaylee's game that you really liked he had very good control very good live catches sort of like uh, Jonas Wallström in Sweden he kind of plays like Kaylee George always going for the live catch when he was behind on shadow with seven million going into ball three and knowing he had to probably get I don't know a billion he went for those loops those orbit loops which are tough to do it's a great way to score but not many people can do it yeah, if you have good shot accuracy and control like Kaylee George, it's probably the best choice. You got to play some Doctor Who. We were thinking, okay, how do you get some big points in there? We know the jackpots are huge in multi-ball, but that's not what people were doing. It was all about loops. Yeah, that was a pretty insane game. I got third place with 690 million. <laughs> <laughs> and probably like 50 plus loops. Yeah, one guy got over 100 loops. That was Walt Wood from Colorado. He did 126 loops and a lot of dance moves as well. Maybe that's what you need to do, some dance moves. Yeah, you need to have that rhythm to get to repeat your shots so you can be a consistent player. You're obviously in school being a young man, and that's going to take you away from a lot of travel, so you only have so much time off for school. Is it going to be difficult to make some of these big events, or you just kind of have to pick and choose? Yeah, I can probably... Uh recover my schoolwork after these big events. I think it's worth it, though, because it's very, very fun. Well, travel's a good experience. Forget the pinball aside, but a chance to see a different country and different people and uh, learn some of the different customs. There's some value in that as well. Yeah, definitely. Very good experience. How'd your dad like it over in California? Yeah, he uh, enjoyed the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoyed watching me. (laughs) It's pretty good. He's a good player, too, so you probably learned a lot from him. 
yeah, he bought my first pinball machine when I was five. So I got to learn pinball from him. And what amazes me is that we're seeing so many young players into pinball when video games are certainly more attractive and it's not the case. What drew you to pinball when it's such a, a different experience than esports? Yeah, it felt much more real than just uh, esports because it's not just pixels, it's actually happening in real life and you get to control it much more. When a new game comes out, how much time do you spend on learning rules? I like to watch big streamers play the game so I can uh, learn probably like two weeks until I know the game pretty well. But code always changes too, so then you might have to go back to those videos. So who are some of the streamers that really give you some good tips? IE Finball, Deadflip, yeah, that's probably the two streamers that I watch the most. Carl? Also, uh, JDL Pinball, of course. Yeah. Big events. Yeah, JDL focusing on the tournament play certainly will bring out the great players. And uh, yeah, Deadflip definitely knows what they're doing. Uh, Jack Danger and Carl. I mean, if you want to see some wizard modes, i.e. pinball, that's it. Yeah, he's a very good player. Okay, help some of us out who are certainly not fourth in the world in IFPA or a player of the year. What are some of the tips that help you that might help some of us? Is it about learning the shots first and then the rules or can rules be overpowering and it could be all about that it depends on the game classics um, your shot making is much more important learning rules is very important on the newer games but shot making is always helpful on every single game so i recommend shot making more yeah i mean you could know the rules but if you don't have the shots it's not going to matter yeah definitely not you know that's one of my favorite things about escher lefkoff who's a wonderful player and again a young man at 18 you'll play him in a competition and as you were here or many of us will be playing games we've never seen before because he has experience with lions classic in colorado and and just the years of him and his father playing pinball you can be in a competition with him and he'll say do you know this game at all and you can say no i don't and he'll say okay well this is what i'm going to be doing these are the shots you need to make and he'll give you two or three pointers now you have the same knowledge as someone like Asher or Zach McCarthy, the overall winner of the IFPA Open, but you still got to make the shots. Yeah, definitely. I got to learn a lot of new games from Asher this weekend. You really have to know the rule set on some games here. Like, I learned a lot from Asher. I even learned an exploit on Bram Stoker's Dracula. If you restart the game while having a triple stack, you will get the th three times the amount of points on your next game. And if you then start your triple stack, you will have nine next scoring. So Seriously? Yeah, I'm going to try that when I come home. It doesn't really help you in competition, but if you want to put up a nice GC, Grand Champ, that's a good way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Then you'll feel like you <laughs> Johannes and Danielle at IFPA 16. <laughs> yeah. So you got to see him, you got to see Kaylee George. Who were some of the other people you were excited to see when you came to the IFPA Open at Indisc? Raymond, uh, Keith Elvin, yeah. uh, Zach McCarthy. Yeah, a lot of people. Even Andrei Masenkov also. He's a great guy and a great player. Yeah, on the fly. It's interesting. If there's a game that requires high-speed action and it's tough to cradle up and you have to go up against Andre, yeah. I think Andre's got a big advantage. He probably does on any game, but something like that yeah. where it's just go, go, go. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, it's a whole different skill going on the fly. It works on a lot of games, but... I would recommend trying to get control more because the vast majority of games, it's very important to have control. 
but still a very cool skill. So we're going to see you play in Sweden. I know you like matchstick pinball. They have a lot of LEs there, don't they? Yeah, almost only LEs. Very good condition of their games. And you're wearing a shirt, LPA. That's near you, isn't it? Yeah, one kilometer from where I live. <laughs> yeah, they have about 48 games. I go there every week to play pinball. Um, they have monthly tournaments as well. A lot of great players uh, come to their tournaments, such as Peter Andersen. Oh, wonderful, and, from Denmark? And, yeah, and Ed Emil Dryborg. So what's your goal, obviously, to maintain this top status, try to get to some of the big events? I'm not sure, will you go to the European Pinball Championship this year? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Belgium? I think, yeah, I think it's Belgium. I'm not sure if they have decided yet, but I will uh, most likely go there. And I think, and I could be wrong, I think Germany is going to be hosting the European Pinball Championship next year. Could you imagine that, back-to-back -back with the World Championship? Oh, boy. Yeah, that'll be great to warm up for the IFPA playing the European Championship. It's great to see you. I'm glad you and your father made it over. It's probably a little sad and bittersweet that it's all come to an end because, you know, with your energy and your wonderful playing, you, you probably could do another few days, couldn't you? Yeah, but maybe not because my jet lag is pretty huge. Well, wait till you go back. It's actually worse when you go east. So when you get back and you arrive, who knows, in the morning, you'll <laughs> forget about it. So a lot of us players, when we go to Europe, we have to make sure we come a day early because the first day it's a write-off. But yeah, I mean, you, you certainly had that jet lag, but uh, it didn't show in your play. You did wonderful. A little side note, you were actually born in the States. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I was born in Massachusetts. My uh, parents worked there for three years. So you don't obviously remember anything back in, in Boston. I hear you saying you're ours. It's not like you're packing your car. Yeah, still got my American citizenship, though. Perfect. Yeah, that will help a lot in the future. For sure. It is great to meet you, Arvid, and uh, I look forward to seeing you for many years to come. Yeah, thanks. Great meeting you. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com. We are on Twitter and Instagram at pinballprofile. Email us pinballprofile at gmail.com. I'm Jeff Teolos. Oh,